Hi, this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to episode 116 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post that was published on January 13th, 2016. It was titled, Doctors Bash, quote, Taylorism and, quote unquote, Toyota Lean in the New England Journal of Medicine. So I had uh, a Twitter follower point me uh, to this article that appeared January 14th in the famed, highly regarded New England Journal of Medicine, an article titled Medical Taylorism. If you'd like to read the whole article, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 116. You can read the article, um, the comments that came in um, after it was published. But here's, here's what I wrote. This is a fairly quick um, kind of a reactive blog post. But you know, the before talking about the article Medical Taylorism, you want to point out that the New England Journal of Medicine is the same journal that published uh, an article by Dr. Don Berwick. It was an article back in 1989 where Dr. Berwick talked about Kaizen and W. Edwards Deming and how those concepts and lessons would be helpful in healthcare. You know, Dr. Berwick realizes, as he talks about in that article, that not all factories are the same. Some are managed better than others. You know, employees are treated better in the quote-unquote lean factories. It was true in 1989, it's true today. Dr. Burroke is right to point out that medicine can learn from other industries, but that doesn't turn the hospital into an assembly line. Now, in the article that appeared on January 14th, Pamela Hartsband and Jerome Groupman, uh, two physicians, the latter being the author of the very popular book, How Doctors Think, the two of them rant about all sorts of things, some of which have nothing to do with lean, but they said in one part, quote, Advocates lecture clinicians about Toyota's lean practices, arguing that patient care should follow standardized systems like those deployed in manufacturing automobiles. Colleagues have told us, for example, that managers with stopwatches have been placed in their clinics and emergency departments to measure the duration of patient visits. Their aim is to determine the optimal time for patient-doctor interactions so that they can be standardized, end of quote. So what they're saying in the piece is that they fear having their patient interaction time squeezed or shortened inappropriately. If that's indeed happening, this is wrongheaded and insulting toward Toyota. I'm pretty sure Toyota would not alienate physicians or other healthcare professionals in, in this sort of way. And in the blog post, I shared a wonderful video about Toyota helping reduce delays for patients at UCLA Harbor Medical Center. It wasn't about timing doctors with stopwatches and speeding up appointments. It's about improving systems and reducing waste and delays. Now, the article makes another error in equating Toyota and Taylorism. Toyotaism or, or lean or the Toyota production system and Taylorism are not the same thing. Toyota operates in a far different way. As I've written about before, some hospitals or engineers or other people working within them have taken old style Taylorism to an unfortunate extreme, including timing how long doctors are in the bathroom. Stop watching people in the bathroom or the exam room. Again, I think that's wrongheaded and disrespectful. It's not solving the problems that matter in healthcare, such as the patient safety crisis. If things like that are happening, don't blame Toyota. It's not really lean. It's what I've dubbed lame or lean as misguidedly executed. That's my awkward acronym. Criticize the behavior instead of painting lean with a broad brush. As I've said in other posts and on Twitter, this isn't 
about criticizing lean. This is about criticizing bad management, disrespectful behaviors, things that don't help engage physicians or others in improving our healthcare system. Now, I've participated in you know, many lean initiatives and I've documented others in my book and here on the blog. And the success came from engaging people, including physicians, instead of telling people what to do or how to change. One such initiative helped a children's hospital reduce the waiting times for outpatient sedation MRIs from 12 to 14 weeks down to just two to three. And they've sustained those results for years. Well, it's not credible to say lean is uh, inappropriate or that lean doesn't work. That said, there, there are many wrongheaded things uh, done in the name of lean when people don't understand the mindset and the philosophy behind lean. Doctors Hartspan and Groupman have all sorts of valid complaints, including how EHR systems can make work more difficult and how CMS has, they say, quote, uh, 1,000, unquote, performance measures that irritate physicians. But neither of those issues have anything to do with lean. Again, from the journal article, quote, physicians sense that the clock is always ticking and patients are feeling the effect. One of our patients recently told us that when she came for her yearly wellness visit, she had jotted down a few questions so she wouldn't forget to ask them. She was upset and frustrated when she didn't get her, the chance because her physician told her there was no time for her questions because a standardized list had to be addressed. She'd need to schedule a separate visit to discuss her concerns. Now, if physicians are being pressured into cutting time short with patients, that's wrong. That's not lean. Having an inappropriately inflexible approach to patient care isn't lean either. The authors continue, quote, we believe that the standardization integral to Taylorism and the Toyota manufacturing process cannot be applied to many vital aspects of medicine. If patients were cars, we would all be used cars of different years and models with different and often multiple problems, many of which had previously been repaired by various mechanics. Moreover, those cars would all communicate in different languages and express individual preferences regarding when, how, and even whether they wanted to be fixed. The inescapable truth of medicine is that patients are genetically, physiologically, psychologically, and culturally diverse. It's no wonder that experts disagree about the best ways to diagnose and treat many medical conditions, including hypertension, etc., etc. End of quote. Well, of course patients aren't cars. That's a red herring argument. Now, I've personally never seen or been involved in a lean healthcare initiative that was trying to tell physicians how to be physicians or how to do the work of physicians. It was always about providing better service to physicians, making sure surgical cases start on time, et cetera, and, and benefits like that flow through to the patient. Now, I have linked to a blog post I wrote about standardized work a few years ago, which emphasizes, among other things, that Toyota has long emphasized that standardized work should be written by the people who do the work. Micromanaging or interfering with the actual value-added work is not the goal, although it can be helpful or effective when physicians take on the challenge and leadership around improving their own work as physicians. It's not really lean either when an organization focuses exclusively on cost or productivity. Healthcare organizations and leaders have long focused on cost cutting and pressuring people to work faster or to obsess over something like, you know, a measure like patients per hour. These aren't lean habits, they're healthcare habits and also, you know, they're traditional management habits. Now, the authors do admit some positive things have happened. Quote, to be sure, certain aspects of medicine have benefited from Taylor's principles. Strict adherence to standardized protocols 
has reduced hospital-acquired infections and timely care of patients with stroke or myocardial infarction has saved lives. It may be possible to find one best way in such areas, end of quote. But, quoting again, this aim cannot be generalized to all of medicine, least of all to such cognitive tasks as eliciting an accurate history, synthesizing clinical and laboratory data to make a diagnosis, and weighing the risks and benefits of a given treatment for an individual patient. Good thinking takes time, and the time pressure of Taylorism creates a fertile field for the sorts of cognitive errors that result in medical mistakes. Moreover, rushed clinicians are likely to take actions that ignore patients' preferences." End of quote. I'd agree with the authors that you can't turn all of the complexity of medicine into a checklist or protocol. There's a lot of room for and need for clinical judgment. But rushed clinicians is actually often the starting point before lean because there's too much waste and chaos around them. They're not being supported by the organizations and the systems they work in. Lean isn't trying to speed up the doctors. It's about improving systems and processes and creating a better environment for them and their patients. They say, and this is the last time I quote from their article, yet students are now taught the principles of Taylorism and Toyota Lean as early as their first year of medical school. They enter clinical rotations believing there must be one best way to diagnose and treat every medical condition, end of quote. Now, is that really true that they're being told is lean, that Lean is all about a one best way to diagnose and treat every condition? I doubt it, but again, that doesn't really sound like lean to me. Lean is built upon concepts like putting the patient first, respecting people, engaging everybody in redesigning systems and continuously improving, solving problems and testing improvements in a scientific way, having a balanced set of goals, putting safety, quality, and patient flow first, not blaming individuals for systemic problems, creating a better, less frustrating workplace, and improving teamwork and collaboration across silos and disciplines. Again, it's not speeding people up or telling them how to do their work. It might be useful to see Toyota's own webpage about the Toyota production system, which includes, it says, quote, people are the most valuable resource. Deeply respect, engage, and develop people. And continuous improvement, engage everyone each and every day. Leaders inspire and develop people to surface and solve problems to improve performance. End of quote. That's not classic Taylorism. It's far from it. The doctors also say, eh, I'm quoting from him again, sorry. Medical Taylorism began with good intentions to improve patient safety and care, but we think it has gone too far. To continue to train excellent physicians and give patients the care they want and deserve, we must reject its blanket application, end of quote. All right, so for all of the dissatisfaction and frustration and chaos and waste that exists in healthcare before lean, and for the delays in care and harm that result for the patients, we've got these problems. What are the doctors proposing as an alternative? You know, Dr. Grootman once wrote about how doctors interrupt and jump to conclusions after 18 seconds with the patient. Did he jump to conclusions about lean after 18 seconds? Or does he have legitimately have some bad experiences with lame situations? I'd be curious to hear your reaction to the, to the article. Again, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 116. Uh, now, the day after I wrote this, I planned on going back to work with my head held high, you know, off to a meeting to talk with a cancer treatment center that's looking to use lean to further reduce delays in patients getting their initial consult and then their eventual treatment. I'm trying to help others improve patient care and outcomes. 
I think it's noble work helping those who are doing noble work. I, I agree it's not all about efficiency, cost, margin, or profitability. So enough about the rants about Taylorism and, and dragging Toyota or lean through the mud. Let's get back to work improving healthcare, or at least trying. 